All right, UFC 223 just wrapped up literally f- 10 minutes ago. If that, yeah. So we are bringing you the wrap-up absolutely the fastest possible because uh, we promised you guys we we're going to do that. So we are in the room. As soon as we get this export recorded, exported, and uploaded, we will have it out there. So as fast as we can go, I guess, huh? And plus, what is this, four podcasts and six days? It's a lot, man. We've been days. doing a lot of podcasts. We did one two days ago. The Conor McGregor. Um, yeah. And that got a lot of, we're at uh, 8,000 views as of right now. In one day. Yeah. Got a lot of hype. You know, I kind of like slam Conor McGregor and like, a lot, don't take it out of context. Like, here's the thing. I don't wish the worst for Conor McGregor that he, he goes into jail and gets banned from the States and never comes back. I hope, I want him to get punished to the fullest extent. I think he needs a, a big lesson. But I hope that he learns and comes back and can be inspiring and motivational for people. You know, it's, yeah. it's not like I wish the best for him forever, you know, or I'm sorry, the worst for him forever. Um, but what he did was shitty. And, you know, 90% of people agree with me. There's obviously the, the Conor McGregor fans that don't. And, and, you know, you can look at the YouTube channel and see the comments that they said. But they're, they're ridiculous comments. I mean, there's like, a lot of them about... N- they don't think that that's a terroristic act. You know, I, I said it was a te- I, I said it was terrorism. I said it, I said it was it was a terror act, and and maybe I said terrorism. I don't know. He's not a terrorist. I didn't. I don't mean Conor McGregor's a terrorist, but at the same time, he technically could be. I mean, it, the point is this: if you create terror, you're a terrorist. I mean, Timothy McVeigh isn't part of ISIS, and he's American. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, he's 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 not a extremist. He's not you know associated with it doesn't matter he created terror he, he went to a, a van full of innocent people and he he tormented everybody inside by throwing things through the window people were bleeding they had no idea what was going on it was a it was an incident of terror for most of the people on there including rose who had to go back to her room and dana had to go check so you know it caused terror that's all i was saying so people who are saying like he's not a terrorist and that was silly and that was dumb that's your opinion whatever if you want to take it so literally whatever the bottom line is it was immature it was it was the fact if you watch a ufc embedded and that shows the high definition footage that's of what happened best video it's absolutely embarrassing i would be embarrassed if i was him if i saw that footage to be a, a millionaire you know uh, a person that people look up to in the sport, a person who's a champion in the sport, who was a champion until tonight, um, throwing a, a huge metal dolly through the window, not even knowing who he's hitting, um, and then they run off together laughing think, and yelling and like I think with that their hands the, raised yeah. as if they just accomplished something big. Like hyenas. Like that literally, was, they're like they're seven-year-old girls that just wrapped a house. Yeah, something. it's like the most cowardice thing I've ever seen in my life. Like literally the most cowardice thing. He's like, why didn't Khabib come out of the bus? He's fighting for a championship in two days. Are you stupid? Why? Wh- First of all, I think he would have. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I can't speak for him. First of all, I think he would have. You could right there. Number two, he has a championship fight in two days. I don't think he wants to fight thirty people armed with trash cans, dollies, uh, bike racks, bike racks. I don't think that's what he has planned. You know, when he has a fight in in, in two days. And plus, like I brought up too, it's not like there's one single way to get out of that bus and the bus driver controls it that bus driver is probably well, people scared were then saying, oh he could have went out the back or something how it's stupid, gonna jump though. through the window it, it, these are these comments are so irrelevant and they're so stupid it doesn't matter what he did with loboff i never defended and then the, the only other comment people came at me about was um khabib started it and he he went up to loboff and and assaulted him with a big group okay first of all he touched loboff 
by himself. Nobody else was hurt. Nobody else was touched. Nobody threw at anything. There was no yelling and screaming to innocent people. There was no one that ended up in the hospital. There were no fights that were canceled. It wasn't even close to the same thing. And I'm not even defending it even at that. If Lobov wants to press charges against Khabib and gets away with it, so be it. I never said that he shouldn't. I never said that he couldn't. I never said that, that Khabib was right or wrong. I never said any of that. So I never compared the two. I just said that what, what Khabib did, I'm sorry, what... Uh, Connor did was wrong. And if I'm wrong, then the police are wrong. Then Dana's wrong. The UFC's wrong. Everybody on the bus is wrong. Everybody's wrong. So, you know, like I said, I mean, you're going to get hate. You're going to get people that's going to come against you. I have nothing against Ireland. I have nothing against Irish fans. I have nothing against Khabib's fans. And I, I've always been a Khabib. I'm, God, why do I keep saying Khabib? Connor. <laughs> Connor. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying Khabib. I have nothing against his fans. I have nothing against his following. I have nothing against him up until this point. You know, I was a huge Connor McGregor fan. Um, I love the way he talked. I love his showmanship. I love the way he fought. I love the way he backed it up. He was always a little crazy. Now we got to see how crazy he is. The guy needs help. He needs some serious help. And Dana said that he was the most embarrassed and ashamed because Dana said he was on drugs. That would be my way out. Like, I would be happy Dana said I was on drugs because I would then come and say, I would say, you're right. I was on drugs. Big mistake. I'll never do it again. The fact that he gave him a drug test. He didn't didn't have drugs in the system, which is more scary. So the fact that he wasn't on drugs and that he was ashamed of being on drugs, that means that was him. That was really him. If you look at that video on the Embedded Show, that's really him. That's no drugs. That's no maybe a little liquor. That's no chemical imbalance. That's that's 100% Conor McGregor. And that's scary. That's something you can't fix. Like, how do you fix that? You know what I mean? Like jail. I mean, a punishment, a yeah. big time, a big time. Jail and losing punishment. sixty million. That'll fucking. I mean, who knows how many people is going to sue him or what the case is going to be? And and then some people are saying they're setting up this big, big Khabib fight with him and and Connor, and and this is going to set it up and be if the biggest fight in, in the history again. First of all, like I said, he's a guest in the country. He shouldn't be able to board a plane, fly into America, premeditated to do an attack on on a group of people that didn't do anything that's that's exactly what we don't want to happen in america why would we condone that why would we not throw the book at this guy you know what i mean like just because he's conor mcgregor just because he makes money that has nothing to do with what he did at the bus you know has nothing to do with that and you know and and the fact is you know and again tonight we're going to the the results of the fight in a second um obviously um you know already uh khabib won the fight you know Connor, if he has any brains at all, is not going to fight Khabib. It's not going to happen. So you can forget it. It's he not will for the happen. money. He ain't going to. He had doubt it. If he's crazy, he's gonna, he's gonna if need he's money crazy enough this. to do this against the bus, maybe he mm. will. Maybe he will. But if you think Khabib is going to fight Connor the way he fought Alakinta, oh, you're, God, you're no. kidding. If, if you oh, think well, Khabib is going to fight uh, Tony Ferguson the way he fought Alakinta, it's, it's well, not going to happen. Let's save that because that's that's we'll be, get to it. Be a good we'll fight get to right it. But now. anyway, I just wanted to clear that up, guys. I, I have nothing against. Uh, you know, the, the fans and the people that support Connor, he's done a lot for the sport. I'm not comparing myself. Some people were like, Connor can beat you up and he's done more for the sport. It has no it has no relevance in my opinion. I've been a part of the sport way longer than Connor has. I was headlining and co headlining UFCs well before Connor was ever even a thing. So it's like I have a voice in the sport and if I want to share it, I'm gonna share it. And if you don't want to hear it, don't watch a podcast. That's just the way it is. I'm gonna say how I feel. Um, whether it's Connor McGregor or it's somebody you've never heard of. Doesn't matter. It's it's the way it is. And what he did was wrong. So enough about that. Let's wrap that up. I've called Connor Khabib enough times already. We'll, yeah. we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and wrap that up. You know, Khabib fought tonight, not Connor, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do know that. 
because kind of fought a bus apparently according to Khabib the other day. You're, you're ruining it. Dude. I know. You I can't it. jump that far. So ahead. anyway, we'll go to the fights. Go we'll, ahead. we'll knock down the uh, the main event let's, let's, pretty quick. Load up the fights. Let's go. Let's do it. And let's then, talk. Uh, first one, Joe Lozon. Yep. Versus uh, Chris um, uh, Gritzmacher. I'm saying yep. that correctly. I think so. Uh, man, like I said, you know, when I started watching you, is roughly around when Joe Lozon started coming <clears> in. Man, it's tough to see him fight now. Yeah. I mean, poor guy. It's just, it just. What did he get? Fifty-seven. He got hit fifty-seven with fifty-seven significant strikes in the first yeah. round. Who can take that? And he's man? one of the nicest guys in the sport yeah. too. I know him, and he's very nice, um, very good fighter. Absolutely great fighter. I think he's reached his max at an early age. He's only thirty-four years old, yeah. I think. But he's had forty-three fights. Yeah. So when you consider it's your age is judged by fights and wear and tear, not necessarily how old you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm thirty-eight, almost thirty-nine. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's passed his prime already at 34 just because of that fight alone. He came out strong, was aggressive, and, and, and he actually did okay in the beginning of the first round. Um, Gritzmacher came back and, and, and just picked him apart, man, just absolutely picked him apart. And, and I told you he wasn't going to come out for the second round, yeah. um, be at the corner, be at the ref, whatever. He was just he was, That was a good stoppage by his team. It, yeah, he was just getting manhandled big time. And, you know, I like him so much. I'd like to see him go on to something else and I, uh, not fight. I think fight. he should retire. Yeah. God, like I said, great guy. We had, you know, some friends of the gym member. We talked to Joe on, on the phone a little bit, whatever. Yep. But it was it's – it's tough to see, like – you know, when you've seen him your whole career, it's like if you'd watch, you know, Michael Jordan playing right now, yeah, scoring two points a game. It's just not the same anymore. You know? I just so. hate to see someone that's so respected and such a nice guy in their career with fights like that, where it's like that's what you remember. You know, I mean, yeah. this is a guy who's had a record number of, you know, I bonuses. Think he holds the yeah the record for. I mean, this guy's bonuses. fought his heart out so many times, and that's what you want to remember him by. You don't want to remember him by Gritzmacher, you know, picking him yeah. apart. I didn't even really know much about Gritzmacher until this fight, you know, and 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 he came on the scene and and, and Joe's a legend in the sport, you know, and like to see him do that was was kind of sad. And uh, heart goes out to Joe Lozon, and uh, I hope he heals up well. It looks like he was beat up pretty bad, and I really hope he he moves on and and then just carries on with what legacy he had. Man, he's done enough already. He, man, he never went down though. I mean, you got to give him that. He, he, dude, there's no there's nothing you can take away from the guy. His ground, his striking, his his toughness. I mean, that's why he's fight of the night champion. I mean, the guy's the guy's a freak. Fuck, man. So, I mean, that's how that fight went. Um, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much that covers everything. Yeah, it he was got just picked a apart pretty until it was over. Yeah. yeah, he started out strong, <laughs> faded really fast, and then got picked apart by Gritzmacher. So, all right. So the next one, um, Magomed Sheripov. I, I don't want to say that name. Magomed Sheripov. But when he's from Dagestan, I knew he was bringing the yeah. heat, and I seen him fight before. His dude's he looks bad. so unassuming. He's a bad dude. I think he's the only guy in the history of people that I've ever met with six syllables in his name. Yeah, yeah. and uh, his opponent was hearing <laughs> symbols after yeah, a few of those strikes. It was it was pretty pretty one sided. I mean, you got I mean toward the end, the last you know minute and a half was kind of. But okay, tell me what you, I know you that during your fight with um, uh, David Loazzo, mm -hmm. when you did this, you know, spinning and hit that. Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, you went uppercut, whatever it was. Whatever, yeah. Now that that's that's, I think a lot of people do that. That's a little bit. I don't. I think it's so dumb when the fighter will just stand there, put his hands down, and smile, and just wait to get tagged. It is, but I mean, for for the fans, you know, Bochniak. I hope I'm saying his name, Bochniak. Yeah. Um, he he was looking to try to just be tough and and show he was taking everything that he had. He knew he had a tough opponent, 
And I'll tell you what, I mean, yeah, he could have got knocked out cold. I mean, yeah. it doesn't, Anderson Silva's proven already that it doesn't matter how tough you are, how many fights you win. If you take one on the right spot, you're going mm -hmm. down. I think it is a little silly to do that unless you're just completely dominating the fight. The guy's cowarding, he's weak, he's tired, and he's not going to be able to knock you out. Aside from that, I think it is a silly move to do, and I, I would always correct my it's, fighters yeah. at AK Thailand if they start doing that crap. Um, but I will say that fight ended at the very last... Well, it, was, it was fight of the night. That'll yeah. be um, Mugamed Sherry Puff. <laughs> yeah. Mugamed Sherry Puff. Uh, I will say the last... They'll get the fight of the night. The whatever. last uh, minute... 45 seconds to a minute of that fight was just an absolute slugfest. He started out doing the thing like that, yeah. and then they just went at it. I thought somebody was going down for sure. So, you know, my Bo Bushnak can take a shot for sure. Yeah. He definitely can take because he took a few right there at the end. Well, the dude's 6'2, 145. Yeah. Now, that's, that's, I'm a little taller than that, and 40 pounds heavier, and I look like a fucking X ray. Hanger. Yeah. Clothes hanger? Well, I mean, when you wear shirts at the gym, that's what they look like on the hanger. Then we take them off and put them see on, that on there, huh? the mannequin so people can see what they look like with an actual body. Wow. Wow. This is pretty well thought out I'm, for you, huh? You've been saying. waiting to tear me up. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, dude. You're Shit. the hanger demonstrator, is what I call so it. So that's why, I mean, I know how y'all, if y'all follow the show, how I feel about pretty much all fighters that weigh less than 170. It's going to be a bunch of decisions, which tonight there was one fight that was a 205. All mm -hmm. the other ones were. Featherweight, strawweight, lightweight. I mean, that power kicks in at 170, you know? I mean, you get some power. I mean, you got, you know, your Cody's and stuff and yeah. TJ's. You got some power down there. But when you when you get to 170s, when that power really kicks in, and oh, people, people like, can end the fight with one punch. How pretty, hard is it really easy. when you're 6'2", 145? I mean, he's I, a big dude. Yeah. He moves well, and he's, he's from Dagestan, you know? So you know this guy's been fighting. He's done well already. Yeah, it does. But, but, but you know this guy's been fighting since he's a kid. I mean, he's just like Habib, you know? I mean, he's, these guys in Dagestan, we get them in here all the time at that's, AK Thailand. That's all we get. They, yeah, they, they've, they've been fighting since they were kids, man. I mean, we've had guys come in as they were kids. Like, literally, you know, they're, they're 10, 12 years old, fighting in the stadiums and pro Muay Thai fights against the Muay Thai guys, taking it to them. And, and, and they're yeah. beating some of the Thai guys because they're just constantly just punching them in the face, and they're, they're relentless. They won't stop. They're not playing that whole, like, you know, moving around game, gambling, fighting like these the Muay Thai fighters do. They just go after you, and, and these, a lot of these Muay Thai fighters can't handle it. So he's probably been fighting for years, man, you uh, know, since he was growing up. I so don't know how old he was. There was no doubt this guy, in checked. my opinion, was going to win the fight, and he did. He, he picked him apart on the feet, on the ground. They're all good. Pretty man. much everywhere. Yep. The best wrestlers we got. Yep. So yep. So that was pretty much how that fight went. I mean, it was pretty cut that and dry. Was, yeah. It was entertaining. Was but again, when you, put your, yeah, when you put your hands down and just take, I mean, yeah. I mean, according to my sources, 40 out of 40 fights that's, that's happened, they always lose. It's it's not a you, good. You don't do that when you're completely dominating a fight. Yeah, no. But I just I don't know. Whatever. So, but congratulations, Mugga Mega to Sherry Paroff. Mugga Mug. <laughs> we'll know his name Shishkabob. in another couple of fights. Shawshank for sure. Redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it'll get out soon. But all right. So then, uh, what is it? The Brazilian Moikino? Moikino. Uh, man, Moicano. that's a tough card for fucking. If you played Scrabble with these people's last names, yeah, Moikino. Yeah. Moikino. Cater. Moikino and Cater versus Cater. Yeah. yeah. And, and that uh, was another one where Moicano just absolutely yeah. brutalized him with leg kicks. It was a good one. I mean, Vegas had him as a pick'em fight. Yeah, you know, so it was it was evenly matched. And like you said, to take forty leg kicks. I mean, even was uh, that how many it was? Forty. Yeah. I mean, they were hard. Every single leg kick lifted his leg in yeah. the air every single time. Careful, I'll kick you in the head. Uh, you have before. Um, but you know, I will say, Cater came in there tough. I mean, he was he was game. He was pushing the pace. He was trying to win, man. He just he was up against a guy. 
I mean, we knew McConnell was was you know he's experienced. He's fought some tough guys. I think yeah. I mean, he's fought Jeremy Stevens and he, he's beat some really tough guys, man. And like we knew he was going to be a Ortega. Force. He fought Ortega. Yeah, you know, we knew he was going to be a force to be reckoned with. So I picked him from the beginning. We both picked him when he yeah. walked in, and uh, I only lost one fight on this. He uh, yeah, he got it done, man. Leg kicks, leg kick after leg kick after leg kick after leg kick, and uh, yeah, he won. Yeah, again. Pretty much how that went. Not, yeah, nothing. we're kind of we're kind of just gonna haul ass through these to get to the obviously. I mean, there wasn't a whole other than what we're yeah. saying. That's pretty much how it went. It wasn't. Well, like I said, when you get these one forty fivers, man, it's crazy pretty much decisions all the time, you know. So, but I mean, there wasn't any spectacular moves, you know. No. There was a couple kicks. I, mean, I think uh, he landed a switch kick, jumped and switch kick or whatever. Uh, yeah, a couple things. Oh, was that the fight before Mary got Show? Show you fought I think he was just spinning back kicks and a couple jump kicks and stuff. But uh, but let's get on to go uh, Rose and Joanna, or yeah. Joanna, not Joanna, Joanna. Yo, needs to go. And I'm just gonna say board. I really just like Rose a lot, and I always go Dislike for her. Or do like? I do like. Do like? I do like, and I don't like the way Joanna always is so like thuggy. It's funny that Rose is Rose thug is the Rose, thug, yeah. But Joanna's always in her face talking trash at the Wands. I mean, like, dude, you just got knocked out by Rose. And, like, she showed her no respect at, at the Wands. And it's just like, be humble. Be humble. Yeah. I mean, Kendrick Lamar said it best. Be humble. Who? Kendrick Lamar. The one that dated the Kardashian that started doing drugs? The one that sang the song, Be Humble. Oh, that's Lamar Odom. Yeah. Lamar Odom, the basketball I'm player? The singer, Kendrick Lamar. Oh. Well, I don't listen to you kids' music anyway, these days. So... Uh, she should have been more humble, I think. But anyway, it doesn't matter. She's still a good fighter. She did okay, but Rose just beat her. I mean, she 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 just outfought her. I mean, there's no other way to put it. She um, had a pretty pretty tore up face. She's very Five calm. Rounds. Yeah, if you look at the if you look at the damage, I mean, like she was picking Joanna apart. Her face was just completely just black and blue all over from top to bottom. Um, you know, again, this is one of the we've talked about it on this podcast on this platform before. The weigh-ins, you know, the whole in the face and putting the, the fist and the shoving or whatever they were doing. You know, do you want to touch gloves before the fight? They don't want to, whatever. As soon as the first round's over, they hug. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. Either you hate somebody or you don't. I hate that. I just wish that they would just uh, do away with that. I don't know why. How do you know that bothers me. I, don't I know. know. You hate that. You do hate it. I don't know why. I mean, it's not whatever. But, I mean, congrats to Rose. She's uh I I'm actually, happy, man. I'm so happy. This to is the fight win. that I lost, that I that I picked. Oh, you thought you yeah, was going to win? Yeah, you had Rose. How dare you? Did you go? Did you win every one? I think so. I think you. Yeah, yeah. I only lost one. You won every one. Pretty predictable, yeah. I think. Um. So. Yep. And then moving on. Um, yeah, let's do it while while we're here. You know. <laughs> yeah. Moving, I mean, well, I mean, there was nothing. I mean, Rose just picked her apart. So yeah. I mean, there was, there's not a lot to say about that. She picked her apart. Um, the thing about Rose, I will say this, is she didn't, they didn't go to the ground. I mean, I'll say this, uh, yeah. Rose, a lot of women fights don't. Yeah. But Rose is so good on the ground and I think she's really working on her standup and, and she saw an opening with Joanna the first time and she took it and won. And I think she wanted to capitalize on that and grow and become an even better striker and, and have more experience in the striking field. And she did. I mean, she didn't waver from her game plan as far as striking and she went blow to blow. And when she got caught, she was right back in her face. But she didn't get caught a lot, man. I mean, I don't know what the statistics are, but she yeah. she outstruck Joanna. I mean, she had to have, unless Rose just doesn't bruise because she didn't have a mark on her face. She never does. I mean, she beat Joanna twice, and both times you see the picture of her with a belt or the video, yeah. or whatever. There's not a mark on her face. It's like, did she really have a fight? So maybe Joanna, 
and maybe she is humble. You know, maybe she's a great person. I don't really know her, but when she gave maybe she'll humble to, uh, down a little bit now. The guy you like, Pat Berry. Yeah, saying that you had some nice things to say about him. Actually. I like Pat Berry. I really do. I miss him, man. He was he was great to watch. I met him once in Houston. That guy's nonstop, just saying weird shit, crazy. Like he's a crazy jumping dude. around. And he's a crazy dude, man. He's a yeah, he nothing's off cool. limits with Pat Berry. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> he's awesome. They're a great team. Yeah, him and Rose for sure. So we'll move so, on to Habib. Was that the, oh, there was another fight tonight. Yeah, there was. It was a, called a main God. event. When was the last time there was a UFC where an AK fighter wasn't the main event? I don't know, man. It's been a while. Seems like. When was the last at least, Olympics? At least the way we, we say it. Um, Habib versus um, Alikinta. Ayakinta. Al Ayakinta. Mm-hmm. Um, so hats off to Al for stepping up, first of all. First and foremost, hats off for him stepping up. And it sucks that he was 0.2 pounds off, which That's caused him so not shitty. to have a chance to win a belt. Well, he didn't win it anyway. But. He didn't win anyway, but either way, like the, man, that does suck to have to fight Habib and not be able to win a belt if you did win. But um, hats off to him for stepping up, and ha- hats off to him for having a great fight. It was a good fight. Okay, so here, here's my take. If you if you listen to the commentary, you're going to hear Joe. Now, this is the difference between me knowing Habib, training with Habib, being a part of the fight camp, and knowing exactly how when I was there for this fight camp, part of it. And uh, talking to Hob every day about what they were working on. Obviously, the opponents changed. It doesn't matter with Habib, um, what I'm about to say anyway. Um, but one of the things is, is you know, Joe and a lot of other people were saying how, oh my God, you know, like Ferguson and and Connor's going to have a way better blueprint on how to beat Habib now watching this fight. No, they're not. No, they're not. Let me tell you why. Because Habib wants to work on a stand up. He wants to he wants to knock someone out. He wants to he would love to to finish a fight on the feet without ever going to the ground. That's his mentality. He's a fighter. He wants to constantly do things that people aren't going to expect mm-hmm. and he wants to knock people out. And that's been the biggest thing we've had to battle in the gym because he wants to go out there and spar and just just light people up on the feet and then work on a striking constantly. So well, you it's know, evident during the fight when you watch the fight he took Ayakinta down in the first round and mauled him. The first beginning of this fight, Joe and the commentators couldn't say enough about how Habib was unbeatable, unstoppable. There's nothing you can do. This guy's that much better. But then when he realized, okay, I can win this fight very easy on the ground, he decided to stand up and get some experience and work on his stand-up. And well, then they, turned, they kind of turned on him and said, oh, now we know how to beat him. It wasn't Ayakinta. I mean, he, he blocked no. a couple takedowns. No. But it wasn't Ayakinta that stopped him from, from taking him down. Because we saw him with, with and Edson Barbosa. Ayakinta he would have kept going. Ayakinta got outstruck 115 to 23. Now, that's not domination. Yeah, but because he wasn't hitting hard strikes and knocking him down, he still it was like, oh, up. this is the blueprint of somebody who knows how to strike. Uh Somebody who knows how to strike, who fights Habib, he's not going to go out there and stand with him like that. He's exactly. going to fight him like he fought Barboza. I mean, you got to sometimes you got to think about things a little bit. When he fought Barboza, who's a great striker, he didn't fight him like he fought Ayakinta. He didn't stand out there and strike with him. You know what I mean? This is a guy who who dominated Ayakinta so bad in the beginning of this fight. He knew he was going to win this fight at any at any time. He can take him down and win this fight. Even and yeah, Hav was getting a little. Yeah. Of course, I, that's what I was telling you. Yeah. Hav gets mad at him because he tries to stand up too much when he knows he could win the fight so easily on the ground. Um, but the thing is, is like, you know, he, he took him down so easily. And yeah, he did miss a few takedowns. But if you think that's all he had, I mean, we've seen Habib. He would have just continuously went for takedowns if he really was in danger on the feet. But he wasn't. He was mm-hmm. jabbing him at bay. 118, 120, whatever it was yeah. to, to 
double digits. I mean, like eight takedowns. To he zero. was he was beating him on the feet. So it's like it, there was no point for him to fight the old way. He wanted experience. He wanted to to mix it up on the feet. So, you know, I, I, he won. I'm not taking nothing away from Mike Quinta at all. Nothing away. The, the, I mean, he had well, a it, completely different fight. He had to train for. It was stacked against him too. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, he, he went from a three round fight to a five round fight. He went from a fight uh, that was completely different stylistically in a matter of 24 hours. Um, and he went to a fight who was the best fighter in the world, who's 26 and 0 right now, who's never and been beat to his first main event and his first and main it's event, Khabib, like you said against Khabib. And there's kind of a title on the line, which yeah. is weird. Yeah, yeah, but. kind of. But the thing is, it's like, yeah, as far as like Connor and and and, t- and Tony looking at the TV and being like, oh, I'm gonna beat him because of this. No chance. He ain't fighting those guys the same way. Trust me when I tell you, he will not gonna, fight those guys the same way. He will maul them on the ground. It's going to be a reign like Anderson Silva had, where yeah. Anderson Silva got so bored, which I think is what Khabib's doing now. Is it? He's using championship fights for training and for but practice. The thing is, I'll, I'll give an insight on this. Khabib has always kind of wanted to stand up more because he's always dominant. He's 26-0. and 0. So his first 10, 15, 20 fights, he's always dominated people on the ground. So ever since he's been in the UFC, he's wanted to stand up. 10-0 and 0 in the UFC. And he stood up way more than what our coaching has wanted him to on multiple fights, on multiple occasions, where he didn't have to. He wanted to. And, and our coaches were freaking out about it. And this was another one where they were like, you, you saw Javier during the, in between the rounds. He's like, take it to the ground. Beat this guy where yeah. you beat him. And then at the end, what did Habib do? He jumped forward, ran forward, took him to the okay. ground, did what he had to do. He knew he could do that at any time. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about a guy that can dictate a fight at any point to anywhere he wants to go. So, <laughs> Fun fact about him is uh, he can take a half-hour break, then he'll fight Ferguson. Yeah. Uh-huh. What did he say? He, uh, I'll fight Ferguson, I'll fight Connor. Yeah. He'll even fight uh, DC, his own teammate. Yeah, he's the only one that's ever called out his own teammate, who is, happens a to be a champion guy. at a different weight class, who's actually in his corner. It was like, you know, Iaquinta is the real gangster. Connor wants to fight buses. I want to fight gangsters. I like his attitude. Connor man. ain't going to fight Habib. Because here's, let me tell you why Connor ain't going to fight Habib. He might, he might fight him because he's crazy, because we did see how crazy that dude is. But I will say this uh, Connor's tapped, okay? And I'm not saying everyone that's tapped from a choke is a pansy or something like that. But a, a real soldier, a real, a real lion, as you say, in the, in the ring, who's out there to fight to the death, isn't going to tap from a choke. He's going to go out on a shield. He's going to pass out if that's what it takes, right? You know uh, who didn't tap, right? You didn't tap. Okay. But, but uh, uh, get me off track here. Oh, Connor, sorry, yeah. Connor did, he quit. He quit. When you tap out, you quit. He tapped out from something that wasn't going to kill him, that wasn't going to break a bone, that wasn't going to cause any severe damage. He tapped out from being choked out. Now, when he fights someone like Habib, he's not going to get a chance to tap. That's He'll the thing. Tap from strikes, he's going to have to tap from strikes, which is going to make him look like a coward. Or he's going to have to get absolutely mauled. There's not going to be a, a chance for him to get to leave an arm out and get arm barred or get choked out. He might get choked maybe, but knowing Habib and how much he hates him, he ain't going to even give him that. He won't even give him the chance to he tap. He wants to toy around He's going to destroy him. So I, I, Connor will absolutely lose every bit of respect probably as a fighter he'll have if he fights Habib. So I don't think that fight's going to happen. And you take that fight away, I mean, all that's left is Nate. And that's that's just saying if 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 Connor's even allowed back in the UFC after yeah. what he did, I think it would look really bad for the UFC to allow someone like that to be back in the UFC and condone what he did, considering that was one of the worst things, as Dana said, that's ever happened in any sport. It's a full grown man who has a child who yeah. ran around like like a goon, you know, running around and, and jumping up and down, yelling like he just accomplished the world. Like it's unbelievable. The, the, the guy attacked a bus with thirty people throwing things. 
I think full that's the cowardest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Connor had no intentions of actually hurting Kiesa and all the other people. True, I agree but with that. But what do you think's going to happen? Yeah, you know, I mean, if if you throw a bottle into a crowd, you know, it's going to cause damage to somebody. Yeah, You're not and, and then the fact if you look in the UFC embedded, he was ordering other people. Yeah, to Break, smash the, smash the windows. So, so they were holding back. I will say Ray Borg didn't really look that hurt. I'm not going to lie. I thought uh, hopefully Ray Borg is just like eh, I'm going to go ahead and sue Connor because he's wearing yeah, glasses, yeah. which means should have shielded it anyway. But uh, I don't know. Just thought it was nice. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna probably sue sue Connor out of the fact. I, mean, I don't know. Connor got lucky because he chose to beat up a bus that was full of fighters. The least likely group of people that's gonna sue you because yeah, theoretically, had, theoretically, like like, like they had cornermen in there too, though, and those guys will sue. Maybe but theoretically, if you get in a in an altercation with a fighter, like for instance, Khabib and Lobov, if if Lobov sued. Khabib or vice versa, you would look upon, you'd be looked upon as kind of like a coward or, yeah. or a baby, just like when Cyborg Petty. Pun- punched that girl and she said she was going to sue her. The, the the whole sport went against her, so, you know, he picked his battle very, very maybe, cleverly or whatever. But it's like if he was a real man and like he really wanted to to face Khabib and not involve innocent people, why didn't he go to his hotel room? Why didn't he find his hotel room with all of his, you know? inside knowledge knock on his door and then have crew versus crew which would have been stupid anyway i'm not condoning that i'm not saying right. that should have happened because it's a two days force fight and that would have been championship fight. that would have been hugely wrong would you have watched it that would, watch what would you watch that fight no, it, when, well, russia it, versus there, ireland there may have been a camera in there too yeah. but the point is he could have done that route you know what i mean or he could have waited till the fight was over right let him have mm. his fight and he could have fought him afterwards or he could have done the right thing that any normal person with common sense would have done and let these two fight and then sit and he would have been there front row you know dana would have let him sit front row and he could have stood up and said i'll fight the winner he didn't want to fight habib he wants to go with 30 people when he knew there was an arena full of security arena full of cameras buses and they were already in the bus ufc officials coincidentally they were already locked up in the bus they didn't get there a second earlier than that which is a weird coincidence and then make a big scene like, oh, I'm here. I'm a thug. I'm, I'm going to defend my boy. And let me tell you what he ended up doing, okay? So Lobov doesn't have a whole lot of money from what I've heard. I don't know I don't know for sure. But, you know, he's just a normal fighter trying to fight in the UFC, sticking to Conor McGregor to try to, like, build up his name, build up his hype. And he's, he's, he got in the UFC and fought in there because of yeah. Conor. Let me tell you what Conor did. Conor just ruined that kid's career. Yeah. So to sit there and say that he's loyal and he came back to help Lobov and, and defend him, he ruined that kid's career. Lobov's out of the UFC. He might be facing criminal charges. He might be facing civil charges. His career is over. And I guarantee you, uh, Connor's not going to be helping him out. He ain't going to be helping all these 30 people out when they yeah, get in trouble, can't. paying for all their lawyers, paying for all their he's whatever. Gonna have his own he's going to have his own. So it's like he ain't helped nobody out except himself. Connor's in it for himself, just like all of his, his other things that he promotes mm-hmm. and, and stuff. It's, he's in it for himself to make money for himself, to do things for himself. And. I don't you know. think he had intentions. Like, I, I don't think that when he was in Dublin the night before, it was like, let's go fuck with this guy when he gets on the bus and throws shit at it. I don't think that was his intention. No. But what would have happened had he met him? It was orchestrated, a, bro. Well, of course, of course. But in a different setting where at least you have the protection of the outside of the bus. Like, what would he have done if he saw that group walking to the bus? You know what I mean? He would have went up there and they might have jumped Habib. And that would have been, I mean, Habib had one guy with him. So Habib would have fought him. I mean, he would, manager, right? he would have def- yeah he would have defended himself, but he would have knocked out the main event of the card. That would have been even you know. Yeah. 
I mean, worse than the fact that it knocked out the main event and best that it wouldn't have hurt other people. But either way, those guys were like hooligans running around what the bus throwing thinking, stuff. Man? They weren't thinking. And, and like I said before, where was the guy? And that's why I attacked his management for, for, for not controlling him and stuff and, and any of his friends. Why didn't anybody say this is a bad idea? Wait till the fight's over. Or why don't you wait until somebody wins? The fight's happening. If you stop the fight from happening by beating up Khabib or, or, or attacking him or whatever, you're going to be in worse trouble. So, like, why not let the fight happen and challenge him? Because he's scared, dude. Well, he's he's a, 500 days he hasn't fought. He's scared to fight these guys. These guys are a level above Connor, 100%. Go, go to the press conference and talk shit to him there. That's safe. Yeah. Uh, well, he throws water bottles there, too, so fuck yeah. who knows. And we but, might get more heat from Connor fans or whatever, but it's like, what we're, what we're saying is true. It's 100% yeah. true. I'm not, he's not I the greatest not. fighter of all time. No, he's not. He's, the people look at him like he's, you know, John Jones, I hate to say it. I mean, well, he beat Jose DC. Aldo, right? But then mm. how many times has Holloway beat Jose Aldo? Yeah, twice. Twice. With, with KOs. He's beat him twice. And, and look at the winning streak Holloway's on yeah. compared to, uh, you, you know, I mean, I know Connor's on, on a win streak as well, but no, he's not actually. He, beat, he lost to Nate. Mm. So he he got choked out by Nate. I mean, He's, I know those are one seventy, but but again, he tapped out from that fight. I mean, look at Holloway. Oh no, it's vice versa. He won versus Nate the second time. No, but he got beat by him. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's not on a win streak. He's not on the same yeah, win streak that Holloway's one week on. Streak. Yeah, one one yeah. fight. He, he's not on the same win streak Holloway's on. He, he's not on the same level Ferguson's on. He's damn sure not on the same level as uh, Habib. Nobody is. Dude. He, he has no one else to beat except Nate, and Nate ain't going to beat Nate. I don't think either. Dude, big congratulations to Habib and AKA man. God. Yeah. So. That's a lot of lot of belts yeah. in that area, man. We get carried away on this Connor thing, dude. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I was trying to change it up. We already talked about it, so we did. We did. Send us your hate mail. No, no, I don't think yeah. there's that much hate mail. Anybody with any sense understands, and they realize we got we got 170 comments on the last one in one in day. One day. Yeah. And that's and not even counting the forums. Like you said, 97% of them are reasonable adults probably typing. The other yeah. ones are fucking morons. Yeah, but they're coming from like Mystic Mac screen yeah, names. Yeah, when you're... Like when, all these weird... Yeah, how do you feel about that? My thing is like this. Okay, it's bad enough to be a yes man and be following a guy and like doing everything he says, like these 30 guys that yeah. followed him and, 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 you know, having his back. It must be like way worse to be a screen name. And, 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 you're, and all you are is just an influence... Of, of Conor McGregor. Yeah. You, you don't even know Conor McGregor. No. Nah. Conor an, McGregor sure as fuck doesn't know him. You're an influence of him on a message board talking trash. Like, where are you in life? Maybe you should get off the internet and do something with your life. Like, you have one life, bro. You have one chance at life to do something. Go do it. Yeah. Quit, quit like... It's easier to sit on the computer and act uh, tough. So stupid, man. And again, like I said, I, I've bashed him enough already in two times, two, two podcasts already. But I will say, like I said, we'll I, don't, do another one. I don't wish the worst for him. I, I just hope that he learns from this and he comes back better. Because, man, man, we worked our fucking asses off. All of us. Not just me, but all of us on season one and before season one. Um, and Dana and the Fertitas. Everybody's worked their asses off to build a sport to where it is. To have him doing what he's doing now. And, and like, he should take advantage of where he is in his position and, and be an inspiration to people. And if nothing else, for a son. Yeah. I mean, his son to see this, how embarrassing, you know? A grown man acting like this. But, you know, he's going to get raised in that environment where behavior like that's not that bad. No, he's not, though, because they're rich, man. They, they, they're raised in a high-class But he's still acting now. like that. Well, you know? maybe so. Look how I was raised. You've met my dad. We're pretty similar. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Like said, he'll, he'll get help. They'll probably fight Khabib, and, or he'll probably fight him in 2019. The end of it, probably the Super Bowl show. Whenever he's out of jail and done all his probation, so. yeah, it ain't gonna be good though. 
No, no. So anyway, long story short, guys, the king right now at 155 undisputed is Habib Nurmagomedov. So cool, man. Good for him. Daniel Cormier is the king at light heavyweight, and he's about to fight at heavyweight Stipe. That's two AK champions right there. Could be three if he gets that heavyweight belt. And he wins his heavyweight belt, he's going to have three. Yeah. And, and uh, Rockhold will be back soon. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. Being an AK fighter, I'm happy. I'm, yeah. I'm happy as Hey, just be. being able to wear this shirt, man, I'm proud. That's it's a happy cool. day for us. Congrats to Javier, dude. Javier Mendez. Yeah, man. and what for him putting it all together. What, what an amazing Good coach, for him, man. amazing mentor, amazing person. Amazing guy. Yeah. Just he's always been so nice to me. Nice tan, too, always. He's 24. He's a good-looking dude. 24-7, just yeah. a nice, sharp tan. <laughs> So anyway, I've never seen him shirtless, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. All right. So uh, leave a comment on the video, guys. Let us know how you feel on uh, on not only the comments, but uh, also leave us a review on the iTunes. Give us a five star because we appreciate that. And uh, we'll keep bringing you these uh, podcasts again. We told you we we're going to do it right after the show. The show ended, like I said, 40 minutes ago yeah. and we're done with the podcast right now. So we're going to upload this immediately. This is our take on it. This is our insight to Khabib. You know, obviously, if we had a little bit of insight for this one. Um, and I bagged a little bit more on Connor. So you got to love that, right? 8,000 views in a day. They're, they're liking that. Now. But the point was, he did something stupid. And he did it to people that I care about. And so I'm passionate about that. And that's what it was. You care about Rose? I do. I you do, do like about, her, man. I do care about Rose. And I care about that whole entire bus. And I care about yeah. Reed Harris. Who got hurt? And I exactly. care about Ray Borg, and I care about. I Michael care about Chiesa, that bus driver. All he was doing was doing his job. Every man. innocent person that gets hurt because some idiot thinks he's going to prove a point and, and be a tough guy. So sorry, man. Blame me for it. Why do you like it when I get hurt? Because I'm usually hurting you, and it just makes me feel a little better. <laughs> I'm the Conor McGregor of our Emotionally, relationship. Now. Of our relationship, you're the bus. I'm the Conor McGregor. What a dick. But anyway, all right, guys. Thanks for watching. I appreciate it, man. We love the feedback. Let us know uh, what you want to see next. We got a, some really good guests coming up. Um, I'm, I'm still waiting to organize the uh, Russell Peters uh, podcast, one of the best comedians in the world. Uh, he promised this week, uh, hopefully Monday. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we're gonna have to step our game up on that because that dude's funny. Yeah, we have to be ready for that one. I'll handle that. You handle that one. You just sit there and talk fighting. I will, of course, I will. All right, guys. So take care <laughs> and thanks for watching. Oh, 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 oh. Are we going to do another thing? Yeah, well, I mean, might as well. <sighs>